0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Commercial Real Estate Views with NAOP Pittsburgh's Developing Leaders podcast. This year's Developing Leader, or DL, annual sponsor is RIDC. The DL hardhat sponsor is Falkbuilt, and the mentorship sponsor is Desmond Architects. Through these sponsorships, we're able to put on this podcast series. I am Clayton Morris, the 2020 NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leader Chair and Asset Manager at Sampson Morris Group. The goals of this podcast are to engage, educate, and virtually network within Pittsburgh's commercial real estate industry. Every two weeks, we'll be releasing a new podcast hosted by a revolving group of NAOPDL leadership and volunteers. Topics will range from personal opinions about commercial real estate, daily life in the host job, new ideas, and recapping of NAOP Pittsburgh events. Each episode will end with announcements of up-and-coming NAOPDL events. This episode is hosted by Kelsey Canspedos a land development consultant with Bowler, and the 2020 NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leader Vice Chair. In this episode, she is discussing site attributes and how they affect the land development process. First, a quick comment on the current crisis. The challenges presented by the COVID-19 pandemic are unprecedented and far-reaching. During this time of crisis, NAOP is focused on delivering the invaluable education, advocacy, and research its members expect. NAOP is assisting its members by extending their NAOP membership if they lose their job. Current members, and those who join before September 30th, will have their membership extended up to one year or until they're re-employed, even if their dues were paid by their company. Their benefits won't stop. Members will retain access to the NAOP online job bank and continue to have access to all of NAOP Pittsburgh's chapter resources. I highly recommend everyone check out NAOP's website and explore the free library of on-demand courses and participate in the webinar and roundtable opportunities. I personally find the webinars informative and they have guided some of my decisions in these times. Now on to Kelsey in Episode 2 of Commercial Real Estate Views with NAOP Pittsburgh's Developing Leaders Podcast.
1: Hey, it's Kelsey. Thank you for tuning in again for the NAOP Developing Leaders Podcast. As Clayton said, I am this year's Vice Chair for the Developing Leaders. I am proud to be a part of this group and have enjoyed being able to help build what we are today. We have been working to implement new, fun, and creative ways to stay connected to each other. Each Monday night we are hosting a virtual happy hour to help keep people engaged and interacting. Unfortunately, it was decided that the mentorship program will be postponed until further notice. We felt that in-person interactions create stronger relationships than virtual video calls. For this episode, I'm going to talk about due diligence, land development, the effects of COVID-19 on land development in the real estate industry, and the emerging trends in retail. So a little bit about me. I have a degree in landscape architecture from West Virginia University, and I've been working in commercial real estate as a land development consultant for a little more than seven years. This entire time I have been involved with NAOP, whether it was here in Pittsburgh or in Nashville where I lived between 2016 and 2018. Working in both cities as a landscape architect, I had a similar role when it came to land development and civil engineering. Being a landscape architect, my position is very fluid and that I have the skill set to be able to work on several types of projects, spanning from more design-focused spaces to code-compliant site plans. At the end of the day it is important to be able to design a space that is constructible and meets the needs of the stakeholders i have found that having worked closely with civil engineers for my entire career has positioned me to design spaces that are not only able to be built but also inviting for the final users i'm currently working at bowler and i've been here for about two years my role within the company is pretty broad I'm involved with the design of projects and I'm also in the role of business development for the Pittsburgh office. Bowler is a company that focuses on land development that works in a variety of sectors with offices from New England to Florida and Texas. We partner with our clients to leverage industry changes, tackle site challenges, and much more to ultimately result in a successful land development project. Officially, land development is the conversion of land from one use to another through the systematic approach of land use planning, analysis, and engineering. Overall, this process involves many moving parts. Typically, this requires a team of consultants, including a civil engineer, landscape architect, geotech, traffic engineer, architect, MEP, surveyors, contractors, and more. While some projects introduce these consultants at various stages during the land development process, the projects that I have seen to be the most successful are the ones where each discipline is involved at the beginning. This allows for a more collaborative approach and successful project in the end. This is extremely true for land development consultants. We are able to help manage risk and bring to light any large problems or hurdles we encounter during the initial site investigation. As a landscape architect, I find my clients benefit from Bowler's early involvement during the conceptual phase. I will work with them to provide one, if not several concept site design options. This in turn helps them build more accurate cost estimates and project timelines, ultimately resulting in a better informed decisions when moving forward in the process. Here are some examples of the benefits of early consultant involvement during the due diligence phase. First, throughout Pittsburgh and the surrounding areas, there are many elevation challenges that can impact the scope of a project and construction cost. By conducting a conceptual grading analysis early on in the design process, the developer can gain a better understanding of the site's development potential. Depending on the existing slopes or proposed grading, development could result in lesser square feet or units than initially anticipated or increase construction cost because of the need for retaining walls or additional earthwork. Another element that can benefit from early consultant involvement is stormwater management. With ever-changing regulations, most land development projects will need to provide some sort of rainwater mitigation. Sometimes this can increase the cost of construction or eliminate buildable area resulting from stormwater management design. An initial evaluation can help a developer better understand what might be feasible for a particular site, either in the form of an above-ground detention basin or underground chambers, and how those solutions affect the overall project. This isn't to say that these are the only important aspects of a design, but are a few items that we have seen play an important role throughout the design phases of a project. Now getting into an overview of the land development process. Many townships now require a pre-application meeting to review the proposed design. These meetings are especially important if the proposed project is requesting variances or modifications. This allows the developer the ability to gauge if the township is willing to work with them to adapt the regulations to be able to move forward with the project. If a project does not meet the standards of the Zoning Ordinance, then the necessary variances may be requested and presented to the Zoning Hearing Board for approval. This is an additional step that is not always included during the traditional land development process. Regardless, plans are required to be submitted to the Township prior to any meeting to be reviewed by their engineer. The project is then to be presented to the Planning Commission, who gives their recommendation to the Board of Commissioners, who then gives the final approval. Sometimes, depending on the jurisdiction, The project can be submitted for a combined preliminary-final land development application. If this is not the case, preliminary and final will need to be bifurcated and separate approvals will need to be granted. Each township, municipality, or city has a slightly different process for granting approvals depending on how advanced their code enforcement is. In addition, there are numerous agency approvals that may be required depending on the particular project. These can include the Conservation District, P-A-D-E-P, PennDOT, a sewage planning module, and others, depending on the jurisdiction and site impacts. Therefore, it is important to build a consultant team that collaborates well together and understands the process specific to the project. I want to touch on the topic currently consuming us 24-7. COVID-19 has impacted every aspect of commercial real estate. Thankfully, Buller has successfully positioned us to be able to work from home during this extended period of time. It has certainly been a learning process for everyone I have spoken with, but this temporary way of living continues to be successful for us. The advancement of technology over the years has supplied several platforms to have virtual meetings and screen sharing options. This is particularly important for my role in land development, because design is such a collaborative process, especially within team-based projects. As the weeks go by, the different interactive stages of the land development process are continuously adapting. Thankfully, we are now seeing that townships are holding virtual meetings to allow projects to progress. The main takeaway that I've learned through all of this is that constant communication is the key to being successful right now. Whether it is by phone call, video call, email, or messaging. I know that might sound somewhat obvious, but until you are forced into a unique situation, everything is taken for granted. On a lighter note, I'm going to touch upon a common trend we are seeing in retail. You may have heard that retail is dying. From our perspective, it's alive and well. It's just evolving to better suit their customers. As more big box stores are closing, entertainment and restaurants are driving development around retail. A big emphasis for retail now is being able to provide an experience to the consumer. This seems to be done in several ways, from the store itself engaging the customer, customer service, and the surrounding development that is lifestyle-focused. By adapting this new trend of experience, brick-and-mortar stores are seeing an increase of internet sales by about 30%. I want to switch gears a little and show support to the women in the industry. The percentage of women engineers has been increasing each year. This is a positive shift and therefore creating a more diverse atmosphere and positioning women to target senior level positions. With this still comes challenges that women face every day. Within Bowler, a women in engineering group has been created. This group was formed to empower women to create positive changes through a variety of networking and professional development opportunities as well as direct access to leadership. It is encouraged to find a good mentor to help guide you through the various stages of your career. Not only should this person be someone you can count on, but they can help empower you to gain the confidence in your day-to-day tasks. Over the years, I've personally and professionally gained the confidence that has helped me to succeed in my career. I can attribute a high percentage of this to my involvement with NAOP, which has presented me with evolving responsibilities that continue to challenge me. I would encourage everyone to say yes to a task when your original thought might have been no out of fear of failure. I can proudly say that my most recent yes was the 2020 awards banquet. Public speaking in front of over 900 of your peers can be intimidating, but I would not have changed that for anything. Shout out to Jason Stewart for being an amazing and fun co-host. Along with being involved with the NAOP Developing Leaders, I'm also the co-chair for the Pennsylvania-Delaware American Society of Landscape Architects Western Section Chapter. I wanted to add that April is Landscape Architecture Month and Earth Day is on the 22nd. Happy birthday, Dad. The theme this year is Life Grows Here. As we all sit at home right now during this period of quarantine, I challenge you to think about the different outdoor plazas parks and spaces that you have visited. What was the design intent of the space and the way in which you experienced it? Next time you're able to immerse yourself in a landscape, concentrate on how each of your senses responds and remember that moment. Landscape architects enjoy designing spaces that continue to be memorable and bring people together in a synergistic way by positively highlighting the surrounding environment. Thank you for listening and I hope I was able to provide some insight into land development or provide a refresher of information. Please feel free to reach out to me with questions on land development or how to move your next project forward. I hope to see everyone at our virtual events and hopefully soon at in-person gatherings.
0: Kelsey, thank you for the great podcast and all of your efforts as vice chair this year. You have been instrumental in our quick pivot to virtual programming in reaction to COVID-19. I want to remind everyone to take advantage of the online offerings of NAOP and join in on NAOP's virtual chapter meetings. Also, if you are a developing leader, every Monday at eight, we are having virtual happy hours. So check your emails for the invitations and connection information. Episode three will be hosted by Jim Scalo from Burns and Scalo. He'll be discussing how COVID-19 will accelerate the evolution of office. Thank you, Clayton Morris. (laughs)